is Let's Talk Christian Living with Emma and Kylie and our special guest, Lincoln Trussell. On this podcast, you can find content on the apostolic faith, church culture, youth interviews, and our personal experiences living as young adult Christians. Our goal is to motivate and provide relevant content for young people about Christian living. We are here to be transparent about our lives and what we experience in our daily walk of faith. So, let's talk! All right, we are so excited. This is kind of officially our first podcast. Yeah, our first know? episode. Yeah. So today we have a special guest, Lincoln Traxel. You want to say hi? Yes, sir. What's good, everybody? <laughs> so we're very excited. Um, today we're going to be talking about mental and physical health and how it is so important for spiritual well-being. So, Lincoln, do you want to kind of just Tell us a little bit about yourself, just to give some context for people. Sure. Uh, everybody, if you don't know me, I'm Lincoln. Uh, I'm 16. I'm a junior in high school. Uh, I'm a pastor's kid, and uh, I play drums and sing for the church, and I volunteer wherever I can. Swag. Yeah. All right. So I feel like we should just get straight into it, do you right think? Into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I know you're really passionate about all of this, but so... For everyone else, why why do you feel so passionate about physical and mental wellness and how it aids in spiritual health? Uh, well, I, I know and it's biblical, obviously. Uh, the Bible says your body is the temple of Christ. Yeah. So naturally, um, of course, it's spiritual and a physical sense is when it's saying that. Um, but I just really believe that um, just just the uh, the biological side of everything, too, and how, you know, if you're in a better mood, you're going to feel better about, you know, your life. And then that's how that's going to affect everything else with you. Um, but I really believe that it's also the disciplines that come along with it, yeah. which is the really important stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the basis of pretty much how it is, because I believe that if you have a good disciplined life physically, it's going to help with your spiritual life as well. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And I think God expects us to use common sense. You know, he does yeah, like yeah. he's not just going to be like, OK, here you go. You know, like he expects us to use common sense and be like, OK, you have to take care of your body. You have to make sure like mentally you're good, you know, and where you're supposed to be spiritually. So um, that's really good. All right. Um, so I guess for my next question I have for you is like, why do you think there is such an issue with mental health for people our age? Um, I think especially now, uh, with the pandemic and everything that's happened, I know it kind of sounds like old news, but we're still receiving the side effects from that. Um, I also think that it's, it's like the stigma that if you're, if you have a mental issue, uh, you're not as Christian as you think you are. Mm. And that it's, we're, we're scared to talk to our peers because we know that, oh, they're going to judge us or even that might not even be the case. Um, but it's just something that we struggle with to understand um, especially because we don't understand why we're feeling this way. Cause mm-hmm. we're like, Oh, well I fast every week. I read my Bible every day. I pray, but you still feel these ways. And I just really think that it's good to have some ways to get that out of your system and try to yeah. figure out what's really going on. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people now deal with it and they don't even realize like that's what it is. Yeah. And Another thing is it a lot of the times it is spiritual, but sometimes it is just like biologically something's not right, you know, and I do think that it is getting better that the church is like 
not making it as taboo. We're, we're finally starting to yeah. talk about it and get yeah. it out there. Um, which I think is so important, especially I feel like in our youth group, we've gotten a lot better about it too. Yeah. Like obviously we don't need to talk about it all the time and, but it is important to address like that is happening and that is an, like a normal part of life yeah. sometimes too, you know? I think it's also really important for our generation to learn these things because it's a discipline that mm-hmm. we learn with yeah. it. Like it takes discipline to wake up, to go to the gym, whatever you're doing, to read your Bible. It takes discipline to fast. It It's a lesson that we have to learn as well that can help us with everything else in the future. Yep. And like, even if you don't have mental and don't deal with mental illness, like it's still your thought life is very important. Yeah. Or like, even if you don't really necessarily struggle with it, like it is, it is a battle against the flesh. Regardless, you have to keep that under control and mm-hmm. your thought life is very important. So, um, I guess Lincoln or Izzy, not Izzy. Oh my goodness. It, we're de- <laughs> we have another guest coming later. Emma. Um, what do you think, like, how would you spiritually address and face mental health? Like if you have experience in your own life or whatever. All right, I'll go, I'll go first. (laughs) Um, so it was just like, how, what was the question? How do you, um, like spiritually address and face mental health? There it is. Okay. Um, so I'd say with me, it's a big thing about how much you pray and how much you fast. Mm -hmm. Um, because if it, it um the bible says if you don't pick up your cross and die daily um you you're not going to have a part with christ if you don't start your morning off in the right mindset in the yeah. right way that's going to set the course for how the rest of your day is going to go so if you if you aren't exactly in the best place spiritually i'd say first thing you can try to do is change how you start your mornings maybe just saying god thank you for giving me another day yeah. that's that's really my biggest thing is because then I know that my mindset for the rest of the day is thanking God for the thi- for the little things he's given me. I have breath in my lungs today. I'm here recording a podcast with you guys. Those are things that I can thank God for and uh, help my mental health for the rest of the day because I'm thinking clearly yeah. and I'm thinking rationally about things instead of thinking about how dark and depressing. It's, it's January 21st, the day we're recording this. It's cold outside. It's gray. But I'm happy yeah. to be here, you know, and it's I think it's just a way that you think about your day and how that's going to go is the biggest way that you can really help with your mental health to start your day. That's good. Um, I completely agree with that. Like for a while, <clears throat> I would go from not reading my Bible to reading my Bible and you can completely tell a difference like in your mood, in the way you talk to people like at school or at work. You can, it's just such a complete difference. And also to me, it's also like I realize I can't do anything with the God, and that's what helps me get through. Like if I'm feeling anxious about something or if I have a lot on my plate, I realize okay, like I'm doing everything for God, so really it doesn't matter. Like yeah, God is always here for you, comforting you, all things. Yeah, I I always think of um, I think it was Craig Rochelle that said it. You're life goes in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Yeah. So whatever you allow yourself to dwell on is where your life is going to go. And it made me think of Philippians 4, verse 8, which is finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, and it goes on, think on those things. And that scripture got me through some really tough stuff, just dealing with just a war in my mind. 
And obviously it's easier said than done. But even just like repeating that scripture over in my mind helped. Just okay, as as long as I'm thinking about scripture, like as long as I'm like thinking that in my mind, that's going to help me, you know. And I think that's one thing that I've learned is the more scripture that I, I memorize and keep in my head, the less time I'll have to think about anything else, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. So for the next question, what have you learned and what has worked for you when addressing mental health from a biblical standpoint? I know I already kind of answered that a bit from what I do, but what do you think, Um. I'm going to need you to repeat that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, what what has worked for you when you're struggling mentally? What has helped you to get out of that rut from a biblical standpoint? Well, I mean, Lincoln kind of already touched on it, like, getting into the Word more, uh, focusing on my fasting, but also, like... <laughs> I know this might sound silly, but like music is such a big part of my life. And so whenever I'm feeling like, I don't know, maybe down or just kind of upset, I put on like, you know, any song like Great Jehovah. I put on like Joy by Eddie James. I put on something that cheers you up. And that's what really helps me throughout my day. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, just trying to bring everything back to a positive point Mm -hmm. as well. Because there's just so much negativity, and we kind of touched on that in our intro um, episode, but there's just so much negativity all around. And so if you can bring anything back to a positive point, that also just helps your mind and gives you a clear mind. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think, Link? Um, yeah, I mean, again, like what I said, like starting your day off right. If If you wake up and you're great and then the rest of your day kind of goes downhill from there, it's it's really what you do with what you've been given. Like you've been given a bad day. How are you going to respond to it? Um, and a big, honestly, a really big thing is just trying to keep a positive mindset. I know it sounds so, oh, well, it's so easy for you to say that. I don't have good days all the time. It's It's really hard sometimes for me to just put on a smile and just, I'm not necessarily pretending everything's okay, but I, I I have to kind of act like it is. Yeah. And even if it's not, I mean, you I'm you might be the only person who can show Jesus to somebody in that day. Mm-hmm. And somebody else could, you know, just be having a bad day as well. And, you know, let's say you were 10 minutes late to school. You know, your oatmeal got cold in the car and you had to eat it bad or whatever. But somebody's grandma died last week. You know, I know it's a very dramatic difference. But still, even then... It's how you address those kind of things. And from a biblical standpoint, I mean, you just got to think about what would Jesus do? I know it's everybody said, oh, well, you know, what would Jesus do in this situation? But that's really how you have to think in a, in a real sense, because other people are dealing with battles that you don't know about. Right. And it's how you um, respond to your own feelings that how you can help somebody else in that way, too. That's good. And to add on to that a little bit just about keeping a um, positive mindset. I know for me, one thing that I learned was, um, it was like this weed analogy, like weeds. So like you, the more you go down a path, obviously that's going to clear out the weeds. Like it's going to be easier for you to go down that path. But the path that you don't go down 
and think about all the time, that's going to get weeds and it's going to like that path is going to be harder to go down. So it from a practical standpoint, like it takes work to get rid of those weeds, to get rid of like that stuff that's in that way to fix your mindset and to fix the path that you're going to go down to think. And um, that takes a lot of work. Like I know I, I dealt with really bad anxiety and OCD and stuff and I really had to work at it. Like it's, it's an everyday battle of having to choose. No, I'm not going to go down what is, has become comfortable and what has become normal. I'm going to change my thought pattern and I'm going to do something different, you know, and that it, it does, it does take work. It does. Um, so let's kind of change gears here a bit. Um, this is a bit personal, but how, how has mental health affected your spiritual health? If you feel comfortable, I know that's a big question. It is a really big question. Um, how's mental health? Um, I mean, I'd say it's just, it's kind of made you, made me feel more drained. Mm -hmm. Um, especially I know the big example now is over COVID, but really that's when um, I'd say my mental health was at the lowest. Um, I was happy. Sc- you know, school wasn't really anything to worry about. I mean, it was all online anyway, so it didn't really matter. But then there was that no social interaction. There was mm-hmm. nothing. So I kind of just felt like, I was like, oh, I, I, I can't see my friends. You know, I can't, you know, hang out with people. And then when you're separated from people for so long, you really start to feel like, like, wow, I really am alone. You yeah. know, I was with my family, but like, it just wasn't the same as being with your friends, you know, people you don't get to see all the time. And especially when that's taken away from you, it's a really hard, especially I was in eighth grade. So, I mean, I was still, I was 13, 14 years old. I mean, I'm 16 now, but still, especially, I feel like it's also rapid, uh, mature, mature, maturing. Yeah. yeah. Maturing rapidly. Yeah. And, um, especially in a spiritual standpoint, when you feel like you're alone in the real world, in the spiritual world, you feel like you're alone as well. And I feel like that's one of the biggest tools that the enemy uses is, oh, you're alone here. Well, you're alone. God's not here with you either. And God's, I'm with you all the time. It's just how much it's, it's really building a relationship with God in those times is how are you going? How, how are you going to talk to me when you feel alone? And then you, you know, you want to like curl up in your, in the corner of your room and just cry like, Oh, I'm so alone. You're not, you have, you have mm-hmm. your best friend with you at all times. And you just really have to think about how, um, how your life may seem bad in the moment, but you just got to think down the road, you know, how, how is this going to be a testimony yeah. for future references, you know? And that's just a big way to think about how your mental and spiritual health go hand in hand with each other. Because if you're, you know, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're dealing with depression, but you're not fasting and you're not praying, you're working out one muscle, not the other, spiritually speaking. And it's just really important to make sure that even if you aren't in the greatest mental space, you still thank God for every single day that you're given, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think a lot of the times we adapt that like, woe is me mentality, which that's not in like that's not what God calls us to do. Like I think one of the main things that helped me get out of my rut mentally was getting out of my like getting out of my own issues. 
like like I I was so woe is me uh like my life is so terrible but then I like there's other people around me like I have a family that loves me I have a home that I can stay like I have a great church that I'm a part of and here I am like ugh, I like my life is so terrible you know and I think that's a lot of people get in get into that mentality of like oh it's just me 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 when that's not true you know yeah they say they say that if you're not hungry for god that means you're too full of yourself yes (laughs) and i think that all the time when you know i'm dealing with like thinking about me too much and stuff but also something that helps me as well is like getting my mind off of me and what i'm doing and focusing on maybe some someone else's thoughts Mm -hmm. or someone else's feelings or like helping out serving somewhere else like getting really focused and what i'm doing at church or maybe like coming to the church to clean or to help organize something like to get your mind off of what you're dealing with is also like that's what I do yeah that's really good one thing that helped me was like starting a new job just like go like I worked at home goods and it was probably the middle of covid and starting that just really helped me get out of my head like because I I was dealing with customers and just dealing with my coworkers and stuff and that made me really realize like there's more to life than what is going on in my brain you know Lincoln did you have something to say no I was just gonna say your home good stories are hilarious (laughs) (laughs) they are (laughs) it's it was an experience it was but like seriously that really helped me get out of my head like that really helps me with my mental health at the time and even like I could I could minister and speak to my coworkers and stuff and I got my friends to work there too and like that's more of a practical thing than spiritual but like it it helped it really did and so that's another practical thing that we can do other than like fasting and prayer of course which is obviously still necessary so um, next I have, um, what, what do you think can change about the stigma of mental health with it? Like, how can we combat that? I know that's also a really big question. Um, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a really good question. It's mm-hmm. a deep question, but it's a good question. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is realizing that it's real and that it's not necessarily just a spiritual battle um i was i was literally thinking about that this morning like just thinking reading over my notes for this stuff i mean i don't really have anything out right now but it's just everything i've just been thinking about these last couple weeks um i just really think that realizing that it's not just a spiritual battle um i feel like that's a problem with western christianity especially um especially in america honestly is because we we're so oh what can we do how can we glorify ourselves um but it's it's really just a battle of realizing that it's a real thing. It's not just spiritual, and, it, and it's not just um, biological either. Mm-hmm. Um, there there definitely is a stigma out there that if you have a mental illness, you're not really a Christian. You say that you are, you know, you're not this and that. And uh, oh, if you're in counseling, you're not praying enough. You're not seeking um, godly counsel enough you can have Jesus and have a counselor. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not that you have a problem. It's that there could literally be something in your body that's not functioning properly to cause you to feel those things. 
And of course it is a spiritual battle, obviously. I mean, you can have a spirit of depression on you and you just not know why you're feeling that way. But then again, that's a situation where you have to pray and fast and then you have to really discipline yourself to get rid of those things. Um, but I feel like another thing we can do to change the stigma would be to actually make it known, not saying that it's okay that you're struggling with those things, but we're acknowledging that you are struggling with something and that we're here to help you. And, um, that's a big thing is that humans need a feeling of community somewhere, some way, which is, which is why, uh, Christianity itself is such a big group. I mean, obviously it's declining in rapid numbers, unfortunately, but when people realize that that they have a family in their church and that there's people around them that love them and want to see the best for them, it's what makes people feel like they have a sense of belonging and that Mm -hmm. will help um, with their mental health issues. Because, you know, of course, when you have the neurotransmitters and all that fancy chemical stuff that's released when you're with people, but then you, you get, you start to realize things about yourself, you know, like, Oh, I, I have depression but I feel better about myself because I know I have a community of people who want to help me. And then that's, that's a mind change too, because when you realize that you're not stuck in that space where you're really at and you have people pulling out, say, Oh, come on, you know, we'll help you out. Um, it, it really changes the way you view your life. And sure you may, you may have a lack of the neurochemicals that you need in your brain to survive and live, but that doesn't mean that you're, 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 um, backslider doesn't mean you're right. a, you doesn't mean you're a sinner it's just how your brain works and i think really just acknowledging that it's a real issue and not entirely just a spiritual issue would definitely be the biggest thing that i'd say that would help with the stigma of mental health yeah that's really good um i i know for me it was a little bit of both like it was spiritual and actually like physically my brain my brain wasn't doing what it was supposed to do um And I think one thing to add on to that a bit is that just because like acknowledging it is different from claiming it, you know, like for a while I like that was like, oh, yeah, I'm Kylie and I have anxiety. Like I claimed that I claimed it as as a part of me and who I was when really that's not true. And it was just something that I had, you know, it wasn't who I was, um, and I'm just thinking about this right now, but I think one thing I also struggled with was a lot of shame um, that I kind of put on myself with like, again, I'm a Christian. I, I go to a church. I have a great family and I'm feeling this way. Like why, what is wrong with me? You know, like why I felt so much shame just about like my life is, is so good and here I am like thinking the world's ending, you know? So um, it, that was a really hard thing for me to kind of get out of. And I feel like that's what a lot of, um, young people and Christians feel like now is like that, that shame that like, I'm supposed to have it all together. I'm supposed to put all my trust in God. I'm fasting. I'm, I'm reading my Bible. I'm praying. And yet still I'm facing this, you know, do you have any, any comments on that at all? No, <laughs> I, maybe it was just me. Maybe it was just me. I don't know. I, I had a lot of shame facing it. And that's something I really had to pray about. And eventually, like, God took that from me. Thank the Lord. But, um, yeah, that was that was something I dealt with. And I feel like that is something that people struggle with is that shame, you know? 
can I say something else? Yeah. Uh, I mean, God also said he made you in his image. Right. And his image is not, um, you is not your mental health right. problem. You are not your depression. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you have depression, you have anxiety, but you are not that. Right. There's things you can do in your life that'll help you realize that you are not that. And especially what you said with the shame, I feel like it's a, it's a big thing that people carry with them. I mean, it's hard. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're, well, you guys are like, what, 20 ish? 19. 19. Yeah. Oh, close enough. But it, it's especially we're so young, you know, your brain mm-hmm. still has to um, adapt and develop. And when you're carrying all this shame and this guilt for so long, you feel like that's who you are. And like you said, you know, you have to, you have to pray about that. You can't just, oh, well, you know, I feel shame. I feel guilty about this. That's not who you are. Right. It's just a side effect of how you're feeling about your life or a, a problem that you might have. And again, I mean, it's God made you in his image. You know, he wants to see the best for you. We're his children and he's our father. We don't want to see, he doesn't want to see us in a low state without us, without him helping us. Right. All right. That's really good. Um, We are going to kind of change gears again, um, talking more about physical health and physical well-being, um, which we're all people Emma, who go to the gym speak now, by the way. yeah no i know i'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> so how, um this first question how has working out and prioritizing physical well-being changed your spiritual and mental health okay <clears throat> she's ready i can i can start <laughs> with this one okay so hmm, i'm trying to think so i've been working really hard on this since the end of last year like maybe september yeah september october so Okay, can read the question one more time. <laughs> How has working out and prioritizing your physical health helped you spiritually and mentally? Okay, so when I first started this, like, um, September, September last year, I was waking up at 6 a.m. I went to the gym. Well, I would pray. Went to the gym, did all the things, read my Bible, and I was ready for the day. And that mentally, like, got me so ready for the day and it helped clear anything that um any doubts or anything I had for the day but also since I've been working out and since I've been prioritizing health and um stuff like that it's also just had me I'm trying to think I'm at lost of words it's it's helped me realize how important it is and how important like prioritizing health is for you i guess i don't know i'm having no that's good words no you're good yeah um i mean i started working out like two years ago maybe um i was like the tall fat kid in middle school so (laughs) it i mean it was that too i just didn't want to look like that anymore um which again that had its own whole share of problems but um, my dad brought me to the gym one day and from that day forward, it kind of changed, I'm not going to say the traje- trajectory, I can't talk, the trajectory of my life, but I, it really did change the way that I started my, that I, I, I started my day, but kind of had my day go throughout, uh, whatever, I don't, I don't really no, know what I'm trying good. to say, but like, no, yeah, you're good. Um, I, I really think that prioritizing physical health and just the discipline of it alone, um, applying the lessons that you learn from that into your spiritual yeah. health is so important because you pick up, um, you pick up, um, 
lessons along the way of your life and especially and just not just from um like lifting weights but also playing sports it's helped me uh help teach me disciplines about life you know if something's hard you can't just give up at it you have to follow through with what you're doing yep. you can't give up halfway and expect the same results um so it's it's prioritizing your your physical health and um just again it's really for me is the disciplines that came along with yep. it um, you know, reading, uh, some books, uh, there's one book, it's make your bed. That's the title of it. Make your bed every morning. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's the discipline that starts your day off, right? You start your day by doing something productive. That's going to help. That's going to help the rest of your day really. And it's, it's really just, a pl- again, I, I've said this like five times already, but really it is applying the disciplines yeah. that you get from it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's hard. It's going to hurt. But wh- the stronger you get, the more you have to do, which is the same way with your um, spiritual walk with God, is that the more you grow in that walk, the more you have to apply yourself to it, the deeper yeah. you have to go into it to actually see results from that point forward. That's good. Um, I know for me, like, I don't go to the gym every day, but... When I do, I notice that I am happier and I do feel better, not just like about myself and like my image of myself, but I notice that I, I'm nicer to people around me. Like I'm just in a better mood. It's those happy hormones, you know? Um, but even like eating better, I feel better. Like it's just as I literally had a honey bun. <laughs> I was about to say you literally had a honey bun this morning. <laughs> But it's about balance, okay? It's yeah, about balance. It is, it is. And even I think what people struggle with is like, oh, they miss one day or they trip up once and they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm going to quit, you know? Right. I think it's also a confidence thing. Yes. Like yeah. ever since I've been really focusing on it, focusing on it like my, my health and stuff, I've had such a confidence booster. It's actually crazy. But also, um, I was going to say something. Also, um, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm done. Emma's oh struggling this oh, morning. Okay, the, the past couple of weeks, I've really noticed, like, okay, yeah, I want to, you know, get those gains. Okay, I want right. those muscles. I want all the things. But also, going to the gym the past couple of weeks has been a mental health thing. I've been going for my mental health because I've been working a lot recently, focusing on a lot more stuff than I usually do. And so going to that gym for, like, even 30 minutes to an hour, even if I'm just walking on the treadmill or something, but I'm there focusing on myself and focusing on who I want to be and just I listen to podcasts, I listen to music. That time I spend in there is the time to work on myself. Yeah. Not for, like, self-centered reasons, but, like, just so I can get my mind back to a place that it's positive and that is – that's no, that's track. your that's your time of the day. That's, yeah, that's, that's my that's, time. That's of my the day. me time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I work with kids. I need. <laughs> yeah. I need the. Yeah, time for myself. I'm in high school. You know, we we need we need some type of release. <laughs> yeah, really. and it, it definitely is. It is a release. Um, I I love going to the gym. I do, and I I think the more you go and the more you're consistent with it, then you're like oh my goodness, I have to go today. You feel like you, yeah. no, like It's not even just an obligation. Like you want to go. You I'm, feel, I'm literally going like, after this. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm going home. It's leg day? It's leg day? Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you feel that like need, that pull to be back there again. 
and again that that is applicable spiritually too like the more you read your bible the more you invest in your relationship with god the more you're gonna be like oh i need that i need to start my day that way i need to do that today you know okay can i also bring up another topic that has to do with this okay i feel like there is not enough apostolic influence in the fitness yes thank you thank you like can you talk about that for a minute because i was following this girl i'm not gonna say her name or her instagram account but i was really into like all the things like she was doing fitness she had all her own like programs and now she just like left like she's not here i mean she's alive but like (laughs) is she she she, are we sure about her instagram's not a thing anymore like oh that's so sad is it deleted or is she just i think it's deleted Oh. oh wow maybe she got hacked no 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 like <laughs> like she has she still has facebook but i'm like oh, like i mean i still like i know what to do i know how to dress but like still like to see other women especially in the gym that are yeah. apostolic that dress modestly mm-hmm. like oh my goodness and even more that like even like weightlifting yeah like you can do that modestly yeah i wear really? sweatpants and probably like well just because i don't I don't like the way I look half the time, but like still, I mean, People I wear pump covers. I wear sweatpants and like a t-shirt, not, not like a like a like like an actual like a shirt, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I people, the old man in my gym walk around with a little stringer tank oh, tops. No. And I'm, like, I'm like, bro, you need to you need to put no. a shirt on, like you. And it, again, like what you said, you know, it's I think it's a big thing. Is about um, I feel like it would be more of like a like a dietitian kind of thing because people think fitness, they think the shirtless dudes and they think the sh- like crop top shirts and like all that stuff. So when you say, Oh yeah, let me like be an apostolic Christian, uh, uh, influencer. It's kind of, you're throwing yourself out into a very, very, um, complicated yes. area. Yes. And I, I mean, I, I follow people, and they just like post recipes and they post a workout every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Even that would still be better than half the stuff you see Absolutely. on Instagram half the time. Yeah. But I, it, it's really a hard thing to just be a modest, I'm not going to say quote mod, but you're, if you're a yeah. modest influencer on a platform that is really, really against being modest, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's you're not <laughs> yeah, gonna win. You're right. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying you can't do that. I mean, by all means, if that's what you feel like you want to do, go right ahead and do it. No, nobody's stopping you. But I feel like um, it's just how you start to view yourself after you get into that social media world. Mm-hmm. Do you start to feel vain about yourself? Do you feel more highly about yourself than other people? Um, I mean, I had a lifting account for a little while, and then I was like, all right, this is kind of. This is just not working out for me. I mean, I had it for maybe like two months, but even then I was just, this is just a waste of my time. Um, but I, then it, it's also the consistency of oh, how much do I have to post? You know, yeah. what kind of content do I have to make? But it's it's really a hard battle trying to throw yourself into a world of something that's not, that's completely against you. Yeah, that's really good. I know we've talked about that a bit, using social media and I guess like being an influencer, whatever yeah. that means. But um, I guess we could talk about when well, we're 35 minutes in, but <laughs> we can talk about social media. Sure. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I know we've Lincoln and I have talked about this and how 
I was convicted about using my social media and I was like, okay, I'm posting these pictures and stuff. Not that I was posting anything bad. Like it was just like pictures of me and my friends or whatever. But I was like, okay, but people are seeing this and it like, I'm everything I'm doing is supposed to glorify God and is posting a picture of me and my friends just doing whatever. Like, is that glorifying God? Like, honestly, you have to think about that. Like, even if it is, like, the gym account, like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, am I edifying myself and bringing myself up? Like, you have to constantly check yourself, you know? Yeah. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's true. It is true. It is very true. I mean, long story short for me, I hate social media so much. I I hate everything about it. I hate... I mean, of course it can be used for good things. And, you know, if, if Jesus came back and was like, hey, I gave you this resource, what you use it for? And then you're right. like, I watched <laughs> cat memes for five hours <laughs> yesterday. He's going to be like, like, oh. like, I, like, dude, like, come on now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't sound like that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Dude, come on. <laughs> it's, again, like what I said earlier, what are you going to do with what you've been given? Yeah. I mean, I, I post, again, I don't want to glorify myself or anything. Because social media has ruined life as we know it. But, I mean, I post our church's stuff on social media. And I think, I know, Kylie, me and you talked about this, but um, especially in our youth group, we all have Instagram. And we all need to do our part by posting the stuff on social media that we have about our church. Yes. And even if you don't post in your story all the time, we post on our main page, what, maybe once or twice a week mm-hmm. for Sundays and At midweek least. service. Yeah. yeah. Two stories a week. That'll take you five seconds to upload. Yeah. And even then that's still like, if I know some of our people in our youth group have a pretty big following. If you post that and two people from your school say, Hey, that's cool. Maybe I want to check out your service one time. It's two people yeah. from one person. Yeah. And we have, what, maybe 25 people in our youth group-ish, mm-hmm. something like that. That's 50 more people that mm-hmm. we just brought into our youth group because two people from your school wanted to go to our youth service. And it's really so simple. It'll take you three seconds to upload a picture. But it's, it's again, it's really what have you been doing yeah. with, with it. Yeah, it's about being intentional. And as the creative director <laughs> for our youth group, I see it as a ministry and I, I see it as a ministry for everyone else too. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just, and I think our youth has done a good job about doing that is like it, you, it is your ministry too. Like if you have social media, that is your ministry. Use it, use it as a tool, you know? And I'd rather be known as a person who posts only about their church all the time. Oh, that's, that's Kylie, your church girl. She's always posting stuff about her church. I'd rather be known as that. I would. I don't care. It's true. You know, because there could be that one time, that one time someone's like, oh, maybe I'll just try it out. You know, I'll just go and visit and see. So um, we are kind of maxing out on time. So we're going to wrap it up. So we're going <laughs> to wrap it up. Um, but thinking, thank you so much for coming today and talking with us. Absolutely. Um, I had a really fun. It was good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening and tune in next time.